Are you a mean girl? You might say no, but sometimes we're mean and we don't realize it. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Wonderful Life. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know that some women prefer to be single and they say, you know, I don't want a man. I just want to be alone, but I've never felt that way. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't happened for me. And it's always been a source of sadness for me because part of my definition of a fulfilled life includes being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I said, uh, the singleness does not seem to be changing and it may not change. And I just wanna be happy. And that's what wonderful life is about. It's not about getting to a point where you say, you know, I just wanna be alone. Um, that's not how I feel. And it's not about being like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, where you just give up and say, well, I guess I'll be alone forever. Might as well make the best of it. Wonderful Life is about creating a life that you love, that you're happy and excited about, where you feel peaceful and content and you're in the moment. Because that's the type of vibe that will attract your Mr. Right. But frankly, if he never shows up, you're happy. And isn't that what you want anyway? You just wanna be happy. Okay, now you cannot be happy if you are mean. When I was in junior high and high school, I was a nerd, okay? I mean, I was a nerd, I was on the debate team, um, you know, I did my homework, I paid attention in class, and I was really teased and bullied a lot. Like, the popular girls would stand up, like the teacher, I remember one day in junior high, the teacher left the room for something, which I would never do as a junior high teacher, although I say that, Maybe I would just to escape them, but she left the room for whatever reason. And I'm gonna tell you what, a couple of these girls stood up in front of the whole class and they started play acting like, oh, I'm Mary Dittman. And they, they like were making fun of me in front of everybody. And it was so humiliating. And even today, I a lot of times won't think someone is shading me. There's been a few times where someone will say something to me and I don't really take it like that and they'll leave and my friend will be like, oh my God, I cannot believe you just let her say that to you. And I'm like, what? Like, I just totally didn't get it because I usually tend to err on the side of, well, they didn't mean it like that. Maybe they did, I don't know. But we seem to be at a point in our culture where being mean is not only accepted, but rewarded. Like you've got politicians and leaders who are mean. They say mean, unkind, untrue things. And then if you're a reality star, like that's how you get a job. That's how you keep your job on your reality show is you're mean to other people and you create drama. And you know, celebrities that get into these social media wars with each other, or even just us normal folk that make these hateful comments on social media. I think one of the things about social media, especially if you have a profile that's kind of anonymous, like it's not your real name or it's not your photo or something, it's like you can go out there and make these awful hateful comments and, and you don't have to be responsible for that. It's like throwing a hand grenade over a wall. You just toss your mean comment and then, you know, doesn't bother you and nobody can ever say anything back to you because you're not really there. And then even if like a celebrity 
says something unkind or mean and they're called out on it, then what they do is they just delete it and go, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have said that, didn't mean it like that. And then it's like, okay, done deal. And you know that old saying when we were kids, sticks and stones will break your bones, but words can never hurt you. I think we all know that is so untrue, that some of the things that you remember for years are hurtful comments that maybe were made by your parents or friends or even total strangers. And even an apology can't erase when mean things are said to you. And sometimes we justify our mean comments by saying, well, you know, it's just the truth and I'm just being honest. Well, you know, just because something is true and you're being honest doesn't mean that it's a good idea to say it or post it. Whenever somebody is being unkind towards me, or I've heard that they've said something about me, I always think, okay, now are they sowing or am I reaping? So I think if we wanna be honest, if we're honest and we look back, we think how many times have I said something unkind or unfair or untrue about somebody else? So now it's happening to me. Now, am I this innocent victim or is it like, oh, uh, well, you know, this might be karma. I sowed it, now I'm reaping it. I mean, let's say one of your girlfriends says, hey, have I gained weight? And maybe she really has, and you can tell. Okay, does it really do any good to look at her and be like, yeah, you've gained a lot of weight? I mean, that's gonna hurt her feelings. She knows if she's gained weight. Why do you have to do that to her? It's not gonna motivate her when you're unkind. You say, well, she asked me. Oh, okay, but maybe what she's really asking you for is love and compassion. I actually had this happen with a girlfriend of mine one time. She had gained weight. I could see that she had gained weight. We were in a restaurant and she stood up and she had a jacket on and she couldn't close the jacket. She had gained so much weight and she was tugging at her jacket and she's like, can you tell I've gained weight? Well, obviously she knows that she gained weight and she doesn't feel good about it. And she's not asking me to validate, yeah, girl, you've gained weight. You can't even button your jacket. She's, she's saying that because she feels bad and she wants compassion. I looked at her and I said, well, I really hadn't noticed and I love you and I just want you to feel good about yourself. So do you feel like you've gained weight? And she said, yeah, and I really hate it. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, what can you do to feel better? Okay, now, I, yeah, I was not honest with her because yes, I could tell she had gained weight, but I wasn't gonna say that to her. That's like kicking her when she's down. I'm a lot better about being mean to other people, maybe than I had been in the past. But I'll tell you one area where I'm still really mean is with myself. I was talking with a girlfriend one time and she said, you know, your problem is you're, an emo you're in an emotionally abusive relationship. And I was like, well, who is that jerk? And she said, it's you. You're the abuser. You emotionally abuse yourself all the time. And I was like, oh no. In the book, Women, Food, and God by Janine Roth, she says that what we do frequently is we're mean to ourselves and sometimes to other people, thinking that, well, if I'm just mean to myself, then I'll be inspired to change. So you might look at yourself in the mirror and say, God, you're such a fat pig, you're so disgusting, you've got to lose weight, you're just, no one's ever gonna love you if you look like this. And we think, yeah, if I'm really mean and I beat myself up, then that's gonna motivate me to change. But what you know to be true is that most of the time you just feel so bad about yourself. Now you're like, I'm just gonna eat some donuts to feel better. Maybe you grew up with a parent who did that to you, you know, who was always harping on you about you've gained weight or no one's gonna ever love you if you're this fat. 
or why can't you look more like your sister? And it didn't inspire you to like, yes, I really want to go be good to myself. I want to take care of myself. It was either I'm going to starve myself or I'm going to do unhealthy things so that that person loves me. But usually what would happen is if, if you grew up or even today as an adult, if, if you're getting that negativity from someone, it doesn't motivate you to do better. It just makes you feel bad and it's going to drive you further into the destructive behavior. And then you'll say, like, not only am I fat, I don't even have any self-control. I don't have any self-discipline. I'm just horrible. You know, it's like if I have a student who says, I'm such a freaking idiot. Why can't I learn this stuff? What's wrong with me? I'm dumb. I'm going to fail out of school. Well, if I reinforce that with them, that's the worst thing I could do as a teacher. So I'm going to keep them in that state of like, yeah, you know what? You are an idiot. Well, that's not going to help them do better. Then they're studying all the time, like, gosh, I hope I don't fail, I hope I don't fail, I hope I don't screw up. And guess what? They're gonna screw up, they're gonna fail. You, I hope that if you had a child, whether it was your child or just any child, if a child came to you and was like, you know, those kids at school are being mean to me and they won't play with me and, you know, I'm sad about it, I don't feel like I have any friends, I hope you wouldn't look at that child and say, I get it. I wouldn't want to play with you either. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. And yet we do it to ourselves all the time. One of my girlfriends, um, for a while, she, for a long time, she had this habit of saying things like, okay, now this might sound really dumb, or, you know, it might be really stupid that I think this. And she would always lead into her comments with something along those lines. And I looked at her one time and I was like, you've got to stop. She was like, what? And I, I highlighted that to her. I mean, this woman has a doctoral degree, okay? Stupid, dumb, idiotic, whatever the words she was using. Last words you would ever use to describe her in any context. And I told her, I said, stop doing that. She didn't even realize that she was doing it. But also, I was like, quit saying that to my friend. Like, you're talking about my friend like that. Like if I was talking to someone and they said to me, oh, you know, Susie is so stupid. You wouldn't believe what she said. I would be like, don't be talking about my friend calling her stupid. And yet we do it to ourselves. I mean, I hope if I looked at her one time and said, you know what, you're an idiot. Like you're really dumb. I hope she wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. So anyway, I guess what I'm saying is like, pay attention. Pay attention to what's coming out of your mouth. Pay attention to what you're commenting on social media. Pay attention to what you're posting. Listen to the dialogue that's going on in your head. And that's probably the most important one. And it's not about being right. You might be right. It's about being kind. Because being right doesn't make you happy, but being kind makes you happy. And you know, why does this matter? Because when you're tearing other people down, you just are not gonna feel good about yourself. The reason we attack other people is not because we're happy. We attack other people because we are feeling bad and we're hurting. Now, Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue, and we wanna hear from you. Do you ever find yourself being mean to others or even to yourself? Put that in the comments and let us know. You can always connect with us at wonderfullife.com. We post a new blog there every Friday. You might wanna join our newsletter list. We have some cute Wonderful Life merchandise you can check out. If you're struggling with a broken heart, you might wanna get our ABCs of Healing. It's completely free. You can go to bit.ly forward slash ABCs of Healing. We'll give you immediate access. You can watch it as many times as you want. It'll help you move past heartbreak so you can start to live your wonderful life. 
Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on Wonderful Life.